0: Hello, my name is Preston Thomas, and this is episode 30 of The Way of Jesus. With this episode, we turn our attention to biblical prophecies that predict the coming of the superhuman kingdom of God to rule over the kingdoms of men. The first major prophecy we will discuss is found in Daniel chapter 2. It tells the amazing story of Daniel and his interpretation of King Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the great image. If you like this podcast and find it helpful, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. A complete listing of all episodes with their links and transcripts may be found at thewayofjesus.us. Jesus taught and emphasized the kingdom within the rule of God in the heart of the individual believer. This is the necessary first phase of the kingdom of God. He also taught a later phase of that kingdom, which would come at a future time. This is the kingdom without, an outward political kingdom and external rule in contrast to the inner rule of God in the hearts and minds of believers. The story of this outer kingdom, the destruction of the kingdoms of men, and their replacement by the kingdom of God, is foretold in numerous biblical prophecies. We will now turn to these prophecies. The book of Daniel and especially chapter 2, is an excellent place to begin to study a biblical prophecy. It depicts the entire sweep of of world history in an unbroken timeline from the days of Nebuchadnezzar in the 6th century before Christ down to modern times and beyond to the coming of the kingdom of God to rule the earth. I love the story of Daniel presented in chapters 1 and 2. He was born into an upper-class Jewish family around 622 B.C., and lived his childhood and early teen years in Judea. When Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, first attacked Jerusalem in 605 B.C., he carried away away a number of carefully selected Jewish youths. These youths included Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were to be trained to serve in the king's palace. One night, Nebuchadnezzar had a vivid dream that greatly disturbed him. He called together his wise men and demanded that they tell him what he had dreamed and what it meant. The king reasoned that he could only be certain of the dream's interpretation if the wise men could tell him what he actually dreamed. When the wise men said they could only interpret the dream if the king would first reveal the dream, the king was furious and ordered that all the wise men be executed. Daniel and his friends were to be included in this order, so he requested that the king give him some time and he would interpret the dream. He prayed to God for the answer and then came before the great king, saying, There is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. Daniel then proceeds to tell the king his dream. You saw, O king, and behold a great image. The head of this image was of fine gold, its breast and arms of silver its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partially of iron and partially of clay. As you looked, a stone was cut out by no human hand, and it smote the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces, and the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Daniel then begins the interpretation of the dream. You, O king, are the head of gold. After you shall arise another kingdom inferior to you, and yet a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. And there shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, because iron breaks to pieces and shatters all things. And as you saw the feet and toes, partially of potter's clay and partially of iron, it shall be a divided kingdom. And as you saw the iron mixed with miry clay, so they will mix with one another in marriage, but they will not hold together. And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, nor its sovereignty left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. A great God has made known to the king what shall be hereafter, the dream is certain, and its interpretation sure. When we observe the historical record, it becomes clear that the great image represents the history of the great empires of the Western world. It begins with Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon, represented by the head of fine gold, which was then conquered by Cyrus' of Persia, represented by its breast and arms of silver. Persia fell to Alexander's Greek Empire, represented by its belly and thighs of bronze. This Greek Empire was then conquered by Rome, which was symbolized by the legs of iron. The decreasing value of the metals in this image represent the decreasing unity of the empires beginning with the absolute and highly unified rule of Nebuchadnezzar and ending with Rome, which was a divided empire that eventually fragmented into its various provinces. Rome's lack of unity is represented by the fifth element of the great image, the feet and toes partially of iron and partially of clay. Daniel interprets the meaning of the fifth element as signifying that Rome shall be a divided kingdom. History tells us that in 395 AD, the Roman Empire was divided into a Western and Eastern half. The Western Empire continued the Roman heritage and legacy while the Eastern Empire increasingly adhered to the legacy of Greek culture. The Western Empire gradually divided up into its constituent provinces, which were conquered by various barbarian tribes. These former Roman provinces then gradually evolved into the modern states of Western Europe. These nations continued to follow their Roman heritage in such things as Romance languages, culture, legal system, government architecture, and the Christian religion. The eastern half continued in the inherited legacy and traditions of Greek culture brought by the conquest of Alexander the Great. Daniel then interprets the meaning of the stone that was cut by no human hand, which smote the image on its feet of iron and clay, and then became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Daniel states, In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, nor shall its sovereignty be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. When the king heard all this, he said to Daniel, Truly your God is, is God of gods and Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, for you have been able to reveal this mystery. The king then gave Daniel high honors and many gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. What conclusions may we draw from Daniel's interpretation of the great image? First, the nations of Western Europe that evolved out of the territory of the Western Roman Empire, along with the imperialistic legacy of the four great empires, the coercive and semi-totalitarian rule of men over one another, is to be destroyed. As Daniel states, The stone shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end. Human and freedom-denying governments will not gradually and peacefully evolve into better political systems. They will be destroyed by God forever. Second, the national governments of these political states will come under the rule of a God-instituted divine world government. And this freedom-affirming world government will rule the world forever. As Daniel states, it shall stand forever. As noted earlier, the great image actually embodies an unbroken timeline that depicts the history of the Western world, beginning with Nebuchadnezzar's Babylonian Empire. It runs forward through the empires of Persia, Greece, and Rome, and continues on through the dissolution of Rome and its eventual evolution into the modern nation-states of Western Europe. This divided Roman Empire, which evolved into the present-day nations of Western Europe, is represented in the image by the feet of iron and clay. And it is the feet that are struck by the divine stone. This leads to the third great conclusion of the prophetic dream. We are now living in the time preceding the destruction of human governments and the coming of the kingdom of God to rule over the nations of the world. As Daniel states in the conclusion of the dream, in the days of those kings, which refers to our present time, the time of the feet of iron and clay, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed nor shall its sovereignty be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. This concludes episode 30. Episode 31 explores Daniel chapter 7. It discusses Daniel's dream of the four great beasts, its correspondence to Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the great image, and introduces a figure who is popularly known as the Antichrist. My book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus, is available from Amazon.com. This book organizes the Jesus verses from the Bible into 180 short chapters, with each chapter focused on one event in Jesus' life, such as the arrest of Jesus and the parable of the prodigal son. These chapters are arranged in the order in which they occurred in Jesus' life, thus producing an easy-to-understand story of the Master's life and teachings. Also included are numerous helpful footnotes and study aids. This book has brought new light and hope to many, and it can do so for you. On Amazon, you can also order the abridged audiobook and the e-book edition. This book is available online at thelifeandteachingsofjesus.org. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, may God be with you.